This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. We are doing a very interesting topic today which is called action and inaction. This is from the Bhagavad Gita. So far we have covered up to chapter 4 verse 15 so we are going to do from verse 16 onwards. Today's topic is very important for every material human being. You will understand the importance of this topic once I cover it. What is the meaning of the word action? What is the meaning of the word inaction? And what is the meaning of the word prohibited actions? So there are three kinds of actions that are there. All right. So we call it karma. akarma and vikarma so there are three kinds all right so we are going to cover that this is a question which has been asked by arjuna to shri krishna so we are going to cover that we are doing bhagavad gita this is chapter 4 and the verse is 16 where shri krishna is answering arjuna what is action and what is inaction even men of intelligence are puzzled over this question therefore i shall expound to you the truth about action knowing which you will be freed from the evil effects that is the shackles of karma we are doing a chapter where karma is being discussed at length karma is associated to the doership doing doing means action is involved in doing but sometimes we refuse to do action it is like arjuna is right now refusing to even lift his bow and arrow and go into the war this is a very serious problem which krishna is trying to sort out so the question of action and inaction has come up even in our daily life this question comes up very very regularly if you see somebody lying on the road hurt or if you see a man is beating a child that is a parent who is beating the child or you see a husband and wife fighting you see too many actions going on in the world today's day and age the action of even giving food to someone because there is so much of shortage of food around so should i do it or shouldn't i do it isn't this questions that need an answer these are issues which don't everybody there isn't a single person in this world who can say oh i know the answer <laughs> so krishna is going to give the answer it comes in a number of verses but understanding what you want to know 
from those answers is important so here he uses a word which is so very important the word which he uses over here is therefore i shall expound what is this expound expound is giving a deeper meaning of the words all the words are hidden they are in a codex they are so nicely hidden right in front of our eyes we cannot see and understand them so you require somebody to decipher them for us isn't it so the exposition is necessary revealing the knowledge is very important i would like you to just consider for a fact that arjuna who is such an educated and a very famous person during the times of mahabharata everybody was scared of him you know that he was among the finest archers in the world he had learnt under very very famous sages and saints his knowledge would have been absolutely perfect and yet he is standing in front of krishna begging that i don't want to fight this war he just doesn't want to get into it because it can cause a lot of misery to everyone think this is the situation which comes up when there are two people fighting on two sides and you are caught in the middle in most of the cases the problem comes where the mother in law on one side and the wife on one side and the son in law in the middle i mean the son in the middle just think what is the situation he cannot take the side of the mother the mother or his wife because he takes the side of his mother his wife is going to get upset if he takes the wife's side the mother is going to get upset and at that point in time he is dangling in the air he doesn't know what he is supposed to do so these kind of situations come up quite a lot in everybody's life at the time of examination you might have finished your you know whatever courses that you are supposed to and you have come to a crossroad that crossroad says you can study further or you can take up a job what are you going to do isn't this a major issue in everybody's life a woman may have maybe undergoing a tremendous stressful period in her life with her husband now she is at a crossroad again should i go in for a divorce or should i not go in for a divorce this is also a very critical question that comes up should i continue in the same relationship which is an abusive relationship or should i go away so there is an action on one side there is inaction on one side and this is the major issue which everybody faces and we need answers the answers have to be very very good you know the reason why because if the answer is not the perfect one 
you can get trapped in karmic debt with that person whoever it might be karmic debt is on one side the misery which you will face in your life is also quite a lot think and that is the reason why should i do it shouldn't i do it should i do it shouldn't i do it this is the question so what is action and what is inaction even men of intelligence are puzzled over this question there isn't a single man who can say i know the answer so the intelligent person who may have the most fantastic you know brain or he has ability to sort out issues is not able to answer this therefore i shall expound to you the truth about action knowing which you will be freed from the evil effects of the shackles of karma this is where the problem lies the action you have to perform whatever it might be krishna is explaining otherwise you are going to get trapped in the cycle of birth and death i will give you one or two examples over here let us say there is a abusive relationship between two people one person is very aggressive the other person is very passive the material world always sides the passive one they say poor thing is in a such a bad relationship you know one day this person has to let go and go away from there the person should have that guts to do it so our we take sides and we say the poor person is suffering so much we don't like suffering to be seen in with our own eyes so this is a relationship where one is very aggressive maybe beats the other person up or does something and then on the other side there is a absolutely passive person who is facing the brunt all the time now if this person who is facing the brunt all the time doesn't take action what happens in the future the aggressive person is a man the passive person is a woman in the material world they do not get justice because this man is beating this woman you may say there is no justice in the world in god's world but what you fail to understand is the karma is getting recorded the man is beating the woman if you are that god who was very just what would you want the action to be your answer would be the first person the man should get his due because he is doing something wrong that is the answer so i want you to think logically remember this is an exposition so logically i want you to think 
if you are the judge sitting in judgment what would you say do you think the man should be put in jail that doesn't solve the problem with the woman does it no she has taken beating for maybe 10 or 20 years does it sort the problem by putting this man in jail not at all do you think this person needs to be beaten once twice 10 times not at all the answer in this is future lives there is a future life another birth and another death another birth and another death it's called rebirths so the answer lies in the future births the position will get reversed and then the woman will get the upper hand and the man in this life will get the lower one and it will keep on going continuously on and on and on and on not just one or two lifetimes but many lifetimes because it never ends so this is one example which you need to understand how does it work let us take another example you have heard a lot of financial frauds happening in this world there are people who run away with millions and billions of dollars from the banks from people wherever and you may say that there is no justice again in this world this one person has robbed so much of money repayment may happen in the next life we don't know so this person has to take rebirth because he owes that money to those people so this is the answer to that question of action and inaction action has to be performed but it should not lead to further rebirths this is the main crux of the problem which has to be sorted out we should not get affected in the future life such a kind of action has to be performed so now i hope you understood the reason why we have to tackle this question very very intelligently the way krishna is going to solve it for us so we move to the next verse verse 17 chapter 4 from the bhagavad gita krishna is answering this to arjuna the truth about action must be known and the truth about inaction also must be known even so the truth about prohibited action which means vikarma must be known for mysterious are the ways of action action inaction and prohibited action everybody has to know this why are you supposed to know this there are so many things happening in this world if you do not know the answer he says mysterious are the ways 
Why is it a mystery? The reason why it is a mystery is because man has no idea about his past lives or his future lives. Did you get it? You don't know what has happened in the past life. You can only see the present and the future also is not visible to anybody. And that is a mystery for everybody. Nobody understands. This knowledge is so very important because if you do not understand this knowledge, you can get into debts forever and ever and ever. People have asked me, what is the problem if I come to birth again? How do you know you are going to get a birth as a human being? You have absolutely no idea. You may be born as a very tiny creature called a tardigrade. I know you may not know about tardigrades. Tardigrades are literally like invincible creatures. Very tiny. You may be born as a big whale. You may be born as a tree. Who knows? When are you going to repay those people? This is the question you need to ask yourself. You think life is simple? Even if you are a big whale, there are such big whalers out there who are out to catch you and kill you. If you are a tree, there are people who are out to cut you down. Are you not at the mercy? You may be even the smallest of the worm. Why would you want to go through this kind of life over and over again? You may be a bird who is taking birth very high up on the mountains and the bird has to fall down. It falls down. Sometimes it is not able to fly. It hits the rock and dies. What kind of a death is that? And then to be born again and again and again. Do you understand? Even human birth is very painful. You don't know what the child goes through. People know what a woman goes through when she is giving birth. She thinks that her pain is very, very severe. Ask the child, the baby, if the baby is able to tell you. Being held upside down in the womb for nine months. I mean, just imagine you are put upside down in a closed chamber, with no place, space to even move your hands like this. And you are tied up over there for nine whole months. It is difficult. Immersed in water. And then to be born in this world. It's a tremendously stressful time for the child. Nobody understands this. That birth is also tough. So why would you want to have rebirths? Is a question you need to ask yourself. So Krishna is going to give an explanation how to get out of this situation. By doing the action, how can an individual get the release? 
So the truth has to be known about action as well as inaction and prohibited action as well. Mysterious are the ways of action, he says. We move to the next verse, 18. Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verse 18. He who sees inaction in action and action in inaction is wise among men. He is a yogi who has performed all actions. This is a very, very difficult statement to understand. <laughs> he says, Krishna is explaining, He who sees in action in action and action in inaction is wise amongst men. He is a yogi who has performed all actions. The first one that Krishna is tackling is a yogi. What does yogis do? What do yogis do? The yogis, they perform action which is literally like you can't see it happening. And they are sitting in one place doing inaction and yet a lot of actions are happening. This is a very strange world for an average human being. How does this work? So let me explain. What do the yogis do? When you meet a sage or a saint and you touch his feet or maybe you do a namaskar from far, in your heart you have a certain question. That question is really vexing you quite a lot. It is hurting you. It is creating too many problems in your life. So you go and stand in front of this yogi, this great sage or the saint, the guru. And what does he do? You will find that maybe he will give you one small look and then get lost in his world. The answer is, you have asked him a question from the innermost of your being. He has just given you a look. And that look doesn't say anything. And you leave that place thinking that, I came here to find an answer, but nothing is actually happening. So, the answer is not apparent to you. You wanted to find out about a very difficult situation. That situation has affected your life. You wanted to say to him, can you please solve this for me? And yet, you see him just sitting over there doing nothing. You come back home and then you think that my visit was a waste. I should not even have gone over there. A few days later, the problem which was troubling you so much vanishes. 
you will be amazed to know that just that look itself which actually didn't mean much to you has changed the entire scene in front of you. Now you will understand to be in the company of the sages and the saints is so very important. You may think they are not solving your problems. Just their one look or their glance can create so many things in this world. Do you know exactly what happens over there? Your petition has been received. The petition could be even the stupidest thing in the world. And that petition, when it is received by this yogi, the sage, the swami, the guru, whoever he is, he has glanced over it. The universe around him works the magic. Remember, he is the master of Ashtasiddhis. The Siddhis are his assistants right round. The universe is the assistants right round. It is going to create that magic in your world. So in his inaction, he's not done anything, remember. He's just glanced over you. An action got performed. And sometimes, very strangely, the same master, the same guru, may take a big cane and start running after you and may beat you. <laughs> and you will say, why is he beating me? I have not done anything wrong. May throw stones at you. May pick up a stone and throw it at you. May hit you badly. <laughs> At such point in time, you will wonder, is this fellow gone mad? <laughs> or many a times he'll look at you and he'll give you a very strong stare and say, get out from here. And you'll say, oh my God, what have I done? He's throwing me out. <laughs> this is a strange scenario that is, the sages and saints know they do. We do not understand what is happening. An average human being has no knowledge what is happening. He thinks, oh, this fellow is against me. Oh, till just now he was your guru and now he's become that fellow. <laughs> because he has taken the stick and running after you. That is the funny part. His action of even beating you or slapping you or throwing you out or doing whatever that he does looks like an action but actually it is inaction. There is no karma which is getting accumulated in his name or in your name. He has actually beaten the karma out of your life. Okay? Nobody understands this. You should know the sage or the saint or these great yogis, the gurus, the spiritual masters, they work in a very funny manner. It looks like as if they are not doing something or it looks like they are doing too much. But both these cases, 
it is an action and yet no karma accrues to them neither to you this is the truth so and that is the reason why he is called the wise amongst men he has tremendous wisdom a wisdom to overcome the cycle of birth and death rebirths at a time he may just pinch you he may just touch your tongue pull your tongue he may just tap you on your head you know how they even one <laughs> solid rap on your head also you should be happy to take i craved for my gurus when i was searching you know i craved for my guru to at least slap me once <laughs> it never happened do i was worthy of being slapped <laughs> he was very generous he sat next to me talking to me and the next time i couldn't even meet him close by the only thing i could touch is his padukas <laughs> that's it it's very strange that action is more than enough the look is more than enough let me tell you this much if a guru says something it may seem very stupid he may just say na go get me a glass of water and you may look around and say but guruji there is a bottle of water next to you no take that don't say those words <laughs> get up go get a glass of water clean the glass by the way and get it <laughs> get a pure glass of water and put it in front of him he may not even look at that glass by the way by then he would have opened the bottle and drunk it and the glass would be lying over there you may wonder why did he send me out to get that glass of water how do you know i will give you a very funny instance that happened when i was in alsur one day there was a person sitting in front of me there were some 20 30 people and in that this one person was sitting in front of me i looked at him and i said you must be hungry now <laughs> yeah guruji i am very hungry get up and go to that market over there and get some things to eat so he went so he went and brought certain things and he came about half an hour later it was a simple answer to him and then he asked me can i eat i said please go ahead and eat because he was hungry so he started eating what was i supposed to tell him at that time in that half an hour gap there was something that occurred over there which he should not have been a party to so i had to kick him out so he went and he came back and that half an hour was sufficient for that problem to get sorted out so the the way in which 
the gurus and the sages the saints their work can never be understood they will do some action which is beyond anybody's ken and understanding they will say some words you will try to reason with him don't reason don't try to argue don't try to reason because there is no point in reasoning there is no point in arguing they have already set the ball in motion it's an important thing that you just go and do what you have been told to do i have have certain great people in my world when i tell them very clearly take your parents to the doctor take them to this place they never want to listen and next week when i have holiday next time when i have this next time like that what oh, the doctor's appointment is 10 days later they will give me some kind of silly reason not realizing that there is an impending doom that is awaiting them this procrastinating attitude which everybody has is wrong you really don't know what is going on in the background they are the ones who are called the sakshat parabrahma please remember this anything that they say is absolute truth don't argue with them don't say things because their action is equivalent to inaction and their inaction when they don't say anything is equal to a lot of action you do not understand the way they work got it we are doing the next verse now this is chapter 4 bhagavad gita verse 19 even the wise call him sage whose undertakings are free from desires and sankalpa that is the thoughts of this world and whose actions are burnt up by the fire of wisdom in continuation with the last verse let me give you further understanding the wise people are called the sage why because their undertakings are free from desires and sankalpas which is the thoughts of this world the sage sometimes says give me some money let us see he says how much money do you have i have 500 rupees give you have more than 1000 bucks but you just told him you have 500 with you and you give only 500 this sage this wise man is not asking for himself please remember this he is not asking for himself never does a sage or a saint or a wise man ask anything for himself so what you give say you have given that 500 rupees after some time when you leave another person comes he takes that money and gives it to him but that person's requirement was 1000 rupees you have given 500 only remember this ha huh? just see the sequence how it works you were the you were given the chance of redemption and you lost it 
given the chance of redemption and you lost it you had 1000 rupees in your pocket you gave only 500 rupees the person who came next was given that 500 rupees and his requirement was 1000 rupees what has the sage done do you know what he does he creates the 500 additional shortage in some other place and gives it to this person he reimburses the balance amount from another person and then this person gets his 1000 rupees the one who had come to ask in the meanwhile what has happened is you have lost the chance of being the recipient of that good thing that was supposed to happen many a times i <coughs> ask people can you pay this person so much and they say why do he, does he have to get so much we will give him only this much they negotiate if somebody negotiates do you know what happens same example if it is 500 rupees the person was asking for 1000 and you have given 500 to him negotiating do you know that whatever you give you get 100 times of that value <laughs> so you were supposed to get 50000 rupees now but if you would have given 1000 you would have got 100000 <laughs> this is the thing which you have forgotten you are getting half of it this is the compensation that works out somebody asked me a question i said to that person you see whatever you do please give me some percentage from it guruji i said yeah <laughs> i said i am a commission agent you know 10% is my commission <laughs> the funny part is even if i take that 10% i will give him back 100 of that <laughs> and this 10% which is collected will go to somebody else so his good karma will come to him only now how much has this person lost quite a lot the funny part as about giving is this giving is a very beautiful thing nobody understands how it what is this idea called giving the sage the saint the guru has no desires whatsoever please remember this he doesn't create sankalpas for himself he doesn't say that whatever money you give i am going to build a very big building over there he is not bothered about buildings he is not bothered about creating sankalpas you understand sankalpa means creating some kind of a construct no he is not interested in your money he is interested in your goodwill you will get something out of it that is the reason why they ask for money this is the truth about sages and saints 
Sometimes they will say some nonsensical words and you will wonder, oh, look at him, he's asking for money. Why does he require? He lives in two clothes or four clothes, that's it. He doesn't even have fancy ideas about, you know, buying some LVMH kind of goods. <laughs> oh, just imagine him carrying the Louis Vuitton, you know, suitcase. He is not interested in that. He comes, he goes with one jolly. <laughs> Maybe a backpack for all you know. These yogis, these sages and saints are very funny creatures. They don't have desires. Let me assure you this much. They don't have any desires. If they take something from you, they give it to somebody else and that somebody else's good karma comes to you. Because it is just an adjust. An adjustment done by him. He's the via media. That is what it means. The wise man is called a sage whose undertakings are free from desires and sankalpas. That is the thoughts of this world. He's not thinking, I want this money. He's not thinking like that. No way. If he has something with him, he'll remove it and give it away. That is the way. And his actions are burnt up by the fire of wisdom. His wisdom is so strong. I mean, you can imagine that wisdom is literally like a burning fire. The knowledge is like that. Whatever you put in it is turned to ashes. So all your karmas, absolutely the karma that is there, any kind, it gets destroyed immediately in this company of the sages and the saints. The reason why you have to be in the company of the sages and the saints, the gurus is this. Just by a glance they can remove that karma of yours. And when you are in their company, they will ask you to do all kinds of funny stuff. Go get me water. Go water the plants. Hey, anything. You may have 10 rupees. He will say, give me that. Don't you remember the story of Ramakrishna Paramahansa asking everybody around how much money do they have? Finally, it comes to a very tiny amount. A small amount. Not sufficient even to take a buggy from his place to Calcutta. But that gives so much of Relief to every individual who contributed towards it. This story of the bhakri is there. Bhakri means flatbread. Where there is this person sitting in a jungle eating a tiny bhakri. There are passerbys. So he breaks it and gives it to that person. And then a dog comes. And when the dog comes, he gives the balance to the dog also. That is the kind of sacrifice that is needed in this world. The story progresses. Where he runs behind the dog with one small, you know, tin of ghee. Actually, it's a long story, but I just cut it down for you to understand how this thing works. It's a very strange world. 
and these sages and saints are responsible for minusing out that karma from your life so always understand the way they work they don't have any desires whatsoever they are not desirous of anything we'll do verse 20 chapter 4 bhagavad gita verse 20 he who having totally given up attachments to action and their fruit no longer depends on anything in this world and is ever content does nothing at all though fully engaged in action we are continuing about this wise man only a wise man who knows what is action he has totally given up attachments to action in our normal world i tell some people you be good you do nice stuff that person will do good to one or two people and will come and report back to me oh i did good to this person i did good to this person the moment you open your mouth and say that i have done good it gets crossed out that action becomes inaction never open your mouth and come and tell a sage or a saint or the guru that i have done this if he has told you go do it do it don't talk about it not even one word i told you the universe is around him listening to the words he may not utter a single word also never go and report back and even if he provokes and asks you have you done this just nod your head that's it you don't have to give a full length explanation don't bother about giving explanations you think the wise man doesn't know you would be the greatest fool in the world to think that he doesn't know the guru is equally like that he will behave as if he doesn't know anything so do the action but don't ever come and report back to him that i have done it never do that is totally given up attachments to action and their fruit there is a fruit which comes from every action remember this this fruit when you accept it that i have done it do you know what is the fruit of that action a karmic loop it has put you in a karmic loop with those people i'll give you a situation the guru says every time you meet a person give 10 rupees to that person so you have forgotten later on he may just say have you done so you go and give 10 rupees to one person and give 10 rupees to another person and so the guru will again ask you the question what happened i gave 10 rupees to this person and i gave 10 rupees to that person i did good you know i started my actions and you know what has happened now minus 20 not plus 20 <laughs> minus 20 for you why do you want to get into this these are desireless beings they are not even interested in knowing what you are doing they know what you are doing by the way 
Do you understand the difference of what I said? You think that they don't know, but they know everything. So, they know what is the action and what is the fruit of action. They don't want the fruit of action to come to you. Let us re revisit that situation again. You have given 10 rupees to one person and 10 rupees to another person. Right? The moment you open your mouth and say, I gave 10 rupees to A and I gave 10 rupees to B, immediately that action becomes completely filled with karma. Now, those person owe you 10 rupees. So, A owes you 10 rupees, B owes you 10 rupees. When the Guru said it to give it just like that, it was without karma. No karma attached to it. But the moment you uttered from your mouth, I did it, now it has become karmic action. You have to pay for it. You know how you have to pay for it? In some life of theirs and yours, you will be a poor man and they will have to come and give you that 10 rupees. Why have you called on yourself this action? It has become your rebirth. Do you get these simple sentences? Don't come and talk about all these things that you do. There should be no fruit at the end of it. That action should be like inaction. I gave, I gave, I did this, I did this, I did this. Is a very dangerous one. The moment you say I gave, I did this, it involves what is called as karma. Why would anybody want to get into it? It has to be niche, calm karma. A karma which is having zero return value. No returns. Otherwise, to take the returns, you have to go back. Got the answer? So, the wise man, he has given up attachments to the world and their fruit also. Let us revisit the yogi, the guru or the saint who has taken money from you. Let us visit him once again. He has taken money, but the fruit of it is not coming to him. No fruit of it. He is not going to get affected by the money that he collects from you. He no longer depends on anything in this world. He is not dependent on anything in this world. You think by taking your little amount of money that you gave 10 rupees, 15 rupees, 100 rupees, 1000, 10,000, you think he is going to full, fill his stomach? Nothing like that. He can create food if he wants to, on his own. So, he is no longer dependent on anything in this world and is always content. Contentment means he is fulfilled. There is nothing like I want, I want, I want, I want, I did this, I did this. These actions are not there in him. The wise man, the sage or the saint has no such things. 
Now all these verses, what are they teaching? You have to become that wise man. Do you get the point? These four verses are telling you something. You become that wise man. You become that sage or the saint. Do good in this world but never accept it. Don't bother about the fruits of action. I did this for him. That person should be gracious, you know. That person should be thankful. What? Then you are not a wise man. You are an idiot. By doing something in this world, if you think you are expecting some thank or some kind of a citation or some kind of a prize or something, Perform the action of giving but do not expect anything back. Give it away with a very, very free heart. Do you get the point? When you do something, you may give money, you may give job, you may give position, you may give your own blood or you may do whatever, you know, donate to charity. Never acknowledge it. Never ever do anything of acknowledging this. Just do it. That doership is like doing nothing. So action culminating into no such rebirths. All the actions have to be good. Never acknowledge them. Don't take anything in return. You see, when you go for any of the courses, nowadays everybody does courses, no? Online. And they are expecting the university should grant me a certificate. That is called expectation. You do some jobs in some place and you think, you know, oh, I have done this job over here. I should get something out of it. Expectation. If you are doing seva of your guru or you are doing seva in a mandir or a gurdwara or whichever place, do not expect the God should give me something, you know. Or you are doing it for some return. Don't do that. Do selfless action. That is the word you have to always keep in mind. Do selfless action. All these actions should be without any attachment. Because I like this person, I am going to do it? No. Do it for everybody equally. No attachments of any sort. Never bother about the fruits about this. Don't even bother about the fruits of this action. Whatever comes out of it, it's not your concern. He is ever content. You may be doing a thousand rupees job and you may get ten rupees or may get nothing at all. Don't worry about it. That is not your job to worry. It is God's job to give. He will give you. And he will give it to you a million times more. Why are you worried about it? So person who does this kind of an action doesn't do any action at all. So karma doesn't accrue to this person. So this kind of a man who is a wise man does all kinds of action 
without acknowledging without expectation without any kind of results action has to be done it is called inaction so there is action in inaction and inaction action so i hope you got this answer so we will stop over here and next time we will start from verse 21 onwards you take care of yourself have a great week ahead and stay safe bye